Hey there, welcome to the Bible Backdrop Podcast. My name is Matthew, and I'll be your host. Thanks for downloading and listening. You're probably wondering what this podcast is about. Well, when I would read the Bible, I didn't always understand why certain things were important or the context around a certain passage in Scripture. Like, what was the big deal with running out of wine at a wedding? Where did the Pharisees and Sadducees come from? What did people do to make a living? Basically, what was happening in the background to give context to the verses that I was reading. Having this knowledge would make my understanding of the Bible more complete. As a result, I came up with the idea for a podcast. This isn't supposed to be a detailed lecture. It's mainly to give you some context to passages in the Bible that may have been confusing to you. Think of it as the scaffold to let you build upon your knowledge of Scripture. One final note before we dig into our first topic. You're probably wondering about your host. Well, I'm just a normal dad with a regular 9-to-5 job. No degree in biblical studies or history, although one day I would like to get one in history. What I do have is a love of the Bible, history, and research. My goal is to bring together information from different sources and put it in a format that's easy to understand. That's all. And in the course of time, I'll likely get something wrong. Hopefully not, but you never know. If I do, you're more than welcome to call me on it. I'll give contact details at the end of the podcast. With that being said, let's start the first episode that I've titled, What is the Bible? Well, that sounds like a simple question, but the answer is not so simple. How we got to the book we have today is a long and interesting process. Even today, what is considered to be the Bible is different depending on which religious denomination you talk to. Protestants believe it is the 66 books commonly accepted by most people. Catholics and Greek Orthodox believe that there are seven Old Testament books that are in addition to the 39 in the Protestant Bible. These are commonly called the Apocrypha or the Deuterocanonical books. Many Jews believe strictly in the first five books of the Bible as being scripture. They also utilize the Talmud, which, while not scripture, is a compilation of rabbinical teachings on Jewish law and theology. Before we go any further, I wanted to find the word canon. Spelled C-A-N-O-N, canon is defined as, quote, a collection or list of sacred books accepted as genuine, end quote. So when we talk about biblical canon, we're talking about the books that are widely accepted as scripture. So back to the question about what defines the Bible. While researching this episode, I realized the difficulty in answering this question. The Old Testament was written over millennia while the New Testament was written over a period of about 50 years. There was no defining point where Old Testament books were canonized by the Jewish community. One of the earliest known documented compilations is the Greek Septuagint. Written around the 3rd century BC, it was a translation of many books from Hebrew into Greek. Why? Well, most believe it was due to the diaspora, or dispersion. See, after the Babylonian exile the return to Israel, and the later invasion by the Greek army, Jewish believers were scattered all over the known world. Since Greek was the common language of the day, the books were translated from Hebrew to Greek, and this was accomplished sometime between the 3rd and 1st century BC. The books were separated into four divisions. The Law of Moses, also known as the Torah or Pentateuch, the Historical Books, the Wisdom Books, and then the prophets. Many feel that, before the Septuagint, most of the books were put together by Ezra and Nehemiah after the exile. 
this eventually became the basis for the Septuagint. The reason I bring up this version of the Bible is because many of the New Testament believers quoted from the Septuagint as Greek was the common language and the language which the New Testament was written. So, who decided what was New Testament canon? While the time period may be shorter, it is no less a question. The bottom line is, there was no one person that determined what was canon and what was not. There were many books and letters floating around during that time, but the 27 books we have today were widely believed to be the canon. To help determine if a book was canon or not, it had to meet certain criteria. The first was apostolic origin, second, recognition by the churches, and third, content. Apostolic origin simply asks if the book comes from an apostle or from someone with the apostle's stamp of approval. For example, John Mark, the author of the Gospel of Mark, was not an apostle, but utilized Peter as a source and also traveled with Paul. Now, this criteria poses a problem. How was the book of Hebrews included if we don't know the author? The answer, as far as I was able to find out, is that the early apostles believed that the book was inspired and gave their approval to it. Next, recognition by the churches as how the earliest churches regarded the book. If the major churches accepted a book as authoritative, then it was given serious consideration for inclusion. Finally, the content of the book. Does it line up with what the apostles themselves taught or wrote during their lifetimes? The church leaders, who had been discipled by the first apostles, knew exactly which books were from them and which were not. As time went on, and certain heresies, such as Gnosticism, were gaining traction, it became clear that the church leaders needed to set up the criteria to determine which books belonged to the canon. The 27 books were widely understood to be the canon of the New Testament, and all other Gospels and books were not included. As time went on, the church grew and became more organized. Around the 4th century AD, Athanasius, Bishop of Alexandria, put together the first official list of the 27 books of the New Testament canon. This was not the beginning of the canonization process, but the end result of many years of discussion, debate, and prayer. So that's it for our first episode of the Bible Backdrop Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If so, it would be great if you would subscribe and leave a 5-star rating and review. If you want to get in touch with me to talk about the show, you can email me at biblebackdrop at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you return where I'll do a two-episode series on Christmas. Have a great week.